Welcome to the Legacy Nashville podcast. We are so grateful that you've taken the time out of your day or night to tune in. We pray that this message encourages you to love God, love people, and change the world. Now, let's get to the message. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's bless the Lord. Come on, let's bless the Lord real big. Welcome, everybody, to Vision Sunday. This is something that we do every single year uh, to do our best to capture what it is that God may be speaking over our community, over our family, over our church. And so this is an event that we host with the goal of giving some guidance from heaven as to what we collectively are to put our hand to for the next year. So uh, we've been building for the last couple of weeks. Have you guys noticed that? Been talking about finances. We talked about stewardship. Then we talked about the tithe. How many of you bravely came to last week's service and listened to the sermon? Okay, like 14 of you. Uh, Please go back, watch it on YouTube. We want you to be blessed and We've been building, and so we're going to do that this Sunday by having Vision Sunday. And then next Sunday, we're going to continue in that posture because we're going to be studying the Bible together as to what the Word says about church eldership. All right? Everybody's like, all right, cool, man. Didn't know I needed a sermon on church eldership, but, you know, I'm going to... Go ahead and dive in with you, Pastor. Well, man, thank you, guys. Thank you for being an amazing church. Thank you for being an awesome, awesome church body. Um, I was just thinking this morning how blessed that Allison and I are uh, to serve you guys as pastors and to be surrounded by so many amazing people that love Jesus for real, for real. Like, you guys are not coming here to punch the time clock of religion. You're not coming here to warm the bench. You're not coming here just to be passive observers. And I love that about you guys. So go ahead, turn to your neighbor, say, good job. Turn to the other side, say, you're an amazing church member. You crush it. You're slaying it. You're killing it. You know, just exhort them one time, encourage them one time. Awesome. Well, if you have your Bible, go ahead and open it up to uh, Proverbs 29, verse 18. Uh, You knew I had to read this scripture if we're going to have Vision Sunday. All right. It's going to be on the screen so you can read it out with us. Proverbs 29, 18. I'm going to do a throwback here and read it from the King James to start. Where there is no vision. Everybody say vision. vision. The people perish. Man, that is a profound statement, isn't it, church? Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Let's go to uh, the same verse of Scripture, but in another translation into the English standard. It says this, where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint. Right, so in the first, the King James, it says they perish, which means they die, right? Not an actual physical death, but potentially 
a spiritual death or at least the death of purpose. Right, they perish. They never fulfill their God purpose, their God assignment. Here in the ESV, it says they cast off restraint. What does it mean to cast off restraint? It means to live a life that is undisciplined. It's so important that all of us individually and collectively are captured by a God vision and purpose for our lives or else we'll live unrestrained and undisciplined because we'll have nothing to live for. We'll have no target to look towards. We'll have no goal to build towards. Uh, We'll just live undisciplined lives as though, you know, nothing really matters. I'm not really going towards anything anyway. I might as well just be happy and do what I can to make myself comfortable. But when you are possessed with a God vision, you can remain focused on the target that the voice of the Lord has placed before your eyes and say, you know what? I'm going to live focused. I'm going to live disciplined. I'm going to, I'm going to live in accordance to the schedule I've made for myself because I know I'm living for something greater than myself. I I have a greater purpose. I'm not going to cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. And just like the King James, right? Happy is he who keepeth the law. Like if you're going to be possessed by purpose and you're going to go after the God vision for your life, I can promise you something. You will traverse the trail of pain. There's going to be moments where, when you want to break the law off, you're going to say no more. I'm not going to live in accordance to the rules of my God designed purpose. I'm not going to live in accordance to the way I know I have to live. If I am going to fulfill the words of the Lord over my life, but vision gives pain a purpose. I'm going to say that this side, this side's not awake yet, but vision gives pain a purpose. When you are possessed with a God-sized vision, you can say, listen, I'll endure anything that I need to go through for the time being because I know I'm pressing on into my purpose. And we're not checking for the opinions of men because we already have a word from above. You know, I can't help but to think about Jesus when everybody was crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Like he knew that he had a God purpose to go to the cross. But if there was ever a moment that Jesus should have put it in park, took a pit stop and said, you know what? Let me just pause for the cause because everybody's celebrating me and I'm receiving the applause of men. Thomas, go ahead and set up a stage. Peter, go ahead and strike up the band. Judas, go ahead and get the offering buckets ready because we're about to see a few more salvations before I get to the cross. See what Jesus does is he dethrones the applause of men as the primary pursuit of life. And he says, I have a greater purpose to press into, and that is the cross. My purpose is to pour out, not just so that I could selfishly absorb the celebration of other people as they say, you're doing a great job, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. But no, no, I know that my purpose is to pour out for my generation. I know my purpose is to be obedient until history is shaken. I know my purpose is to go after God until the nations of the earth hear the name of Jesus Christ. So I'm hyped today about Vision Sunday. 
And I just believe, church, we are supposed to be a community that is possessed. I'm talking every square inch of who we are with a God vision and a God purpose of what he's called us to do and not wander aimlessly trying to build a brand whenever God has called us to cultivate a covenant family of transformed people that transform cities. Amen? We're not coming here for entertainment, church. We're coming here for divine encounters. We came here to look full in the face of Jesus Christ, experience God for real, for real, get filled up, get sent out, preach the gospel, heal the sick, lay hands on them, watch them recover, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, see deliverance, preach the gospel to the poor. We've been anointed for that purpose. Go and make disciples in all nations. I'm too lit already. Okay. It's not a normal sermon, so I have to get my excited portions in at the beginning, okay? Okay, let's look at Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 2. It says this, write the vision. Everybody say vision. Vision. Make it plain on tablets so that he who runs may read it. That means that your vision for your life and our endeavor today is to make the vision of this church so plain that even if you're in a hurry, you can still understand it. Write the vision, make it plain, make it plain. This is our goal. We're going to talk a little bit about our mission, not much, but we're going to talk a little bit about our mission. But the the focus of today, church, is vision. Everybody say vision. Vision. Now, when you look at mission, mission is why. Everybody say why. Why? So when we talk about the mission of our church, we're telling you this is our big why. This is why we gather, why we assemble, why we are a church, why we started a ministry in the first place. That's mission. Everybody say mission. But vision is the what? Everybody say the what? What? Vision is what we are building together. You know, it's one thing to enmission people, and I find that it's actually easier to enmission people. Because if I can get you inspired about something, you'll happily move towards it for a short-term season. And I think a lot of leaders are quite good at enmissioning people, meaning they will stir your emotions, and you'll be like, you know what, I'm signing up today. But we want to go beyond just giving you our why, because we have a good why. We have Jesus. We have the scriptures. We want to move into giving you our what. We want to roll out the blueprint, and we want to say, this is what we are building together. And if you're inspired to take a position on the wall, we want to show you your part on the blueprint that you are supposed to be building in this season. Assemble some tools, put them in your belt, and say, here you go, man. Build. Here you go, woman of God. Build because we're doing this together as a family. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about vision. Am I too excited for this? Okay. I'm just, (laughs) I woke up lit this morning. I don't know. I was just like, I was so excited. And my brother and I were marathon training and we ran 20 miles yesterday. And we're just, we're feeling, feeling filled. Hallelujah. Okay, so here's how we want to start, church. We want to start with our long-term vision, all right? So our long-term vision. So we're going we're gonna to look at 2050. <laughs> all right, so this is what we want to see uh, by 2050. Now, here at Legacy, currently, um, we have three core components to our vision. 
Number one has to do with churches. Everybody say church. church. Number two has to do with education. Everybody say education. education. And number three has to do with feeding the hungry. Everybody say compassion. compassion. Those are the three core components of our vision. The first component of our vision by 2050 is this, legacy locations in 12 cities. So maybe you're overwhelmed by this. Me too. I just want you to know, me too. And if you're thinking to yourself like, what in the world are you guys thinking? You're gonna see legacy locations in 12 cities. Listen, if you have a complaint, take it up with God because he plainly spoke this to us without our pursuit in the least, okay? So these are the 12 cities. Number one is Calhoun, Kentucky. That's where I got saved. That's my uh, home church as a child. And uh, we have an amazing relationship there with community church and pastors, Bruce and Dana Mason. Shout out to them. They watch us online quite a bit uh, on Mondays. And so they're an amazing church. Right now, what this looks like is partnering to bless them, okay? Um, Nashville, Tennessee, obviously. Everybody say, that's home. home. Next is Dallas, Texas, Los Angeles, California, Seattle, Washington, Toronto, Canada, New York City, New York, London, England, Bali, Indonesia, Seoul, South Korea, Tokyo, Japan, and Berlin, Germany. So how many of you guys are wondering, how in the heck did we come up with this list? No one. Man, I thought I had a good story to tell. Um, So when I was 23 years old, uh, God spoke to me in Calhoun, Kentucky, that there would be 12 cities um, that we would go to. Now, this was long before legacy was a thought. And to be quite honest with you guys, I kind of forgot about it, but I knew that he had told me the first city was Calhoun, Kentucky. And I was like, well, this isn't really a city. It's kind of a village. You know, it's like, does it, I don't, does this count? You know, like, but that was the first city. And of course we, we legacy Owensboro. My parents are pastoring a church just like 15 to 20 miles north uh, of Calhoun. So we already have family in the area, both through uh, the Masons as well as my parents. But it was there in Calhoun that God spoke to me about 12 cities. Now I hadn't really thought much about that until my 35th birthday. So 12 years after the word, on my 35th birthday, I was in Dallas, Texas. And I was preaching for my friends, David and Nicole Binion at their first conference called Dwell. And that morning I went out to get some coffee and I had my iPad and I was gonna look through my sermon notes, you know, and I was getting excited to preach that morning at the conference. And as I was walking out of the hotel room, God whispered in my ear, isn't this a nice city? And I said, yes, Lord, it is. But I have to look at my message notes because you know I have to preach in about an hour and a half. And so I, whatever you want to say about Dallas, I am, don't have the time. <laughs> These are some of my candid conversations with the Lord. And he was like, isn't this a nice city? And I was like, it is, God, but let me look at the notes. And he said, would you ever want to plant something here one day? And I was like, Lord, can you please just leave me alone? And this was my 35th birthday. And so it's funny, on my birthday, I really love preaching. And for whatever reason, God always designs that day. And I get the opportunity to give the gift of preaching back to the Lord on my birthday, which is actually one of my favorite things in the world to do. And 
I was just thinking, sitting there like, wow, God, so you want to talk to me about this on my birthday. This is like the gift that you have for me today. Okay, all right, Lord, I am listening. Let me put my notes up. And he said, you remember I told you about those 12 cities when you were 23? Yep, well, I'm going to give them to you today. And he said, as I speak to you about them, I want you to ask me for them. And I said, Lord, well, is Nashville one of the cities? You know, then I got confused. I'm like, I've been living in Nashville. We're pastoring a church in Nashville. Am I about to walk back up to the hotel room and tell my wife we're moving to Dallas? I was like, no, that's not the word of the Lord. And um, he gave us these 12 cities, and they are actually in order of the way in which he gave them to me, and I asked the Holy Spirit for them, and I believe with everything in me that by 2050, church, there's going to be legacy locations in every single one of these 12 cities. Now, we don't have any plans to plant any churches in 2022 in these cities, but everything that we're doing moving forward uh, will connect to the three core components of our long-term vision, okay? So it will be God's timing as to when we do this, but we felt it was pivotal in this season to announce this to the church, ask all of you guys to be covering it in prayer, ask the Holy Spirit which city you're supposed to go and build a church in. Hey, let's go. Let's go. So that's number one. Everybody say churches. Churches. Number two is provide K through college education. So on my vision board at home, I have a uh, a, um, bird's eye view of Oral Roberts University. And I'm just believing. I'm like, Lord, I pray over. I say, Lord, in Jesus' name, may there be a legacy university in Jesus' name. Now, we're going to talk a little bit more about this in in just a moment because this has a lot to do with what we're doing in 2022. Uh, The third one is this, provide food for 100,000 people. So this is is a, um, a word that the Lord spoke to me probably, I don't know, maybe... 12 or 13 years ago as well, and it has to do with our family relationship with Iris Global. So of course, we'll continue to do this in partnership with them, but more about that in just a moment, okay? So let's go into 2022 a little bit and ask ourselves this question, what will we do now to move us towards our long-term vision? I think it's really important for us, especially you guys who are millennials and Gen Zers, like, it's great to have a God dream, but you actually have to do something about the dream that God has given you. It's incredible and very fascinating to me when people are like, I have these prophetic words from the Lord. And I'm like, well, that's awesome, but kind of like, so what? What are you going to do to respond to the word of the Lord over your life? You know, you can kneel next to your bed all day long and pray that it would be made up, but at some point you're gonna have to stand up, stop praying, and make up your bed. So there's some action required of you to co-labor with the Lord. Hey, every now and then I'm not saying it's impossible that the Holy Spirit would make your bed up for you, but you can't always rely on that because that doesn't happen as often as we would like, amen? Because God's interested in co-laboring with you to cultivate and expand the garden he gave Adam at the beginning of time. 
So, 2022. <laughs> All right, so we're going to give you guys a new mission statement today. Um, I want you to know we are not changing our mission. We're just changing our statement. In reality, um, no church has a right to create their own mission because we've all received our mission directly from Jesus Christ. Amen. And the way I read the New Testament is that the two greats are extremely important to any local church, which is the great commandment. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And then the great commission, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. I'm with you to the end of the age. Right? The great commandment, the great commission. And so the way that we have expressed Jesus's mission statement from the New Testament is like this. Love God, love people. You guys all know that, right? And so we're not changing our mission. We're not moving off the great commandment and the great commission, but we are going to change our mission statement because we feel that this one more accurately, creatively, and uniquely expresses what God is doing through Legacy Church in how we are to verbalize his mission of the Great Commandment and the Great Commission. So our new mission statement, church, is simply this. God's presence, God's people. This is what you're going to see moving forward from here on out, like all the stuff. This is what our church is about. This is why we are here. This is why we assemble. This is why we gather. This is why we're a ministry. We're, we're here for him and for them. We are here for God's presence, and we are here for God's people. And when we say God's people, we're not just talking about Christians. I want you to know that. We're talking about every single human being that bears the image of God, which John teaches us that all humans are the image bearers of God. And so we want to make it our, our aim to obey the Great Commission and disciple all nations. God wants his kids back. He's, 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 he's set a table He's, he's, he's built a banquet and he's like, man, go out to the highways and the byways and get my people. So when we say God's presence and God's people, that's what we mean. If you got it, say, I got it. God's presence, God's people. This is why we're here. This is what we're all about. God's presence and God's people. So it worked out really well that we had a conference called presence people. So this is just as simply our creative way of quoting Jesus's great commission. All right, 2022, let's talk about the word for the year. How many of you remember the first time we did this, 2019? How many of you were a part of the church in 2019? A few of you guys, do you remember the word for 2019? The year of? The level up, that's right. The year of the level up. And we did, man, we leveled up. Uh, it was so cool um, that we declared the year of the level up was 2019. In 2020, we actually um, bought this building. I think it was right at the tail end of 2019, beginning of 2020. And we declared that 2020 was the year dreams come true. And it was so awesome because we were over at 900 Gallatin Avenue. And when we said it's the year of the level up, God gave us a building that was at 901 Dale Brook Lane. We leveled up. How cool is that? We leveled up. And then we said, it's the year that dreams come true. And it was because it was the year that we got to do so many cool things, including uh, purchasing this building. And then the year 2021 was the year of inhabitation. inhabitation. That was the year that we literally inhabited 
uh, our promised lands. And we had a few declarations about inhabitation. We're going to inhabit our promised lands. We're going to inhabit God's throne room. God's presence is going to inhabit our house. And we are going to inhabit our city to a greater degree. And I can testify today, all of those things have happened. All of those things have happened. And, and, and God is still doing the work of inhabitation. And I'll get to that in just a moment. So the, the word for the year for 2022, you guys ready for it, is this. 2022 is the year of growing down. I thought it was going to be something better than that. What do you mean growing down? When we, yeah, it's, it's important, church. It's important for us. Listen, we need to be anchored. We need to be grounded. We need to develop deeper roots. We need, we need more spiritual maturity. We need more discipleship. Uh, we, we, need, we need big people in God to grow. Before we, before we look to the stars and say, man, we want to influence all these things. We want to do these 12 cities. You know, we want to go viral. You know, whatever it is that you may dream about doing, we want to be anchored to the foundation that is Jesus Christ and dive deep on some really, really important things like who? Yeah, the person of Jesus, the Bible, good doctrine, prayer, fasting, you know, all the stuff that most people don't want to do because they categorize it as boring. Listen, mature people are able to endure doing the boring work well. And unfortunately, I think in our generation, we've had a lot of folks that are kind of, you know, flying by the seat of their pants, as my grand grand used to say, you know, just blowing where the the, the wind blowing them wherever they want to go. Well, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do that now. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do that now. Well, we want to stay anchored and grounded in what God has called us to do and just dive deep this year on some of the most important facets of the word of doctrine, uh, church community, and building a book of Acts church. So for some of you guys, that may not necessarily feel like, wow, that's not that sexy. That's what we're doing this year. All right. So if you don't want to get your hands dirty, this might be the time you're like, oh man, I need to pray and I need to fast. But we want to go on a journey together, church. We want to stay connected and healthy and whole and in covenant and build greater unity and build a strong and sturdy foundation. Because if God is going to build the skyscraper of legacy locations in, 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 in 12 locations, then uh, we need a deep foundation. You can only build as high as you dig deep. You guys know that, right? So we're in a season of digging deep. All right? We're in a season of digging deep. Amen. So when we say growing down, we're talking about increased maturity. We're talking about deeper roots. We're talking about greater humility. We're talking about more foundation building. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Um, I, have been, I have been reading through uh, Psalm chapter one. I didn't put it in my notes, but I've been reading through Psalm chapter one. And I, I just want to encourage you guys, pick Psalm one up and just look at it because it's become a theme that I've been praying over you as we've been prophesying as a staff team that this would be the year of growing down. We want to be that tree that is planted, you know, next to living water so that we might bear fruit in every season. And the Bible says that everything that we do prospers. I like that. You guys like that? Let me just say this as an aside. I have become, I have become so bold as a pastor recently. 
It's just been so much fun, just saying things without any kind of filter. But if you've not committed to a local church, commit to a local church. If that one is, if, if it's not this one, find yours. Please, I am begging and imploring you. Please, if it's not this one, find yours. If it is this one, but you're just kind of like on the fence, dig deep. This is the year of growing down. Um, if, if I were to take a plant and put it in a pot for a week and then pull it up and put it in another pot for another Sunday and peel it up and pull it in another pot for another Sunday and pull it up and put it in another pot the next month. And then three months later, you know, pastor said something I don't like. So I'm going to peel that one up and I'm going to put you in and then they don't, they're not playing the worship, the style I like. And then I'm going to pull that one up and I'll, listen, you're not going to be fruitful. I love you enough to tell you, I want you fruitful and to be fruitful. You got to be faithful and you got to let the roots dive deep. I'm encouraging you in love, in love. I'm not, I'm, I, I promise you, I, I'm not trying to be mean to you. I, I want you to grow. And, and, and going from place to place just doesn't cost you enough. Can't nobody offend you long enough till you have to forgive them. Can't nobody step on your toes enough until you realize you need to go wash their feet. This is not a buffet. It's the, it's the marriage supper of the lamb. Like, it's not a place where we're going just, I like this, I like that, I'm going to get this from that church, I'm going to do this for that. I just want to encourage you guys. I'm not trying to be mean. You know, glean, feed, listen to podcasts, visit other churches. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to corral you or control you. But what I am trying to say is you need to be fruitful. And to be fruitful, you got to be faithful. And I love you enough to tell you that. <laughs> Thank you guys for amening me. Um, okay. Vision Sunday. Okay. So what are we doing in 2022 to move us towards our long-term vision of planting legacy locations in 12 cities? Number one, we are fortifying and expanding our base in 2022. We are fortifying and we are expanding our base in 2022. Here's what that looks like. Firstly, we've created a more biblical expression of church government. Um, this is one of those things that's not necessarily sexy, but it, it's, it's one of those things that keeps both the church and its leadership safe and sustainable for the long haul. Since we've started, we've always had sort of an external team of overseers. They are pastors of other churches and they are wonderful. And they're all in agreement with this. We're gonna move from being overseen by external pastors to locally overseeing this house with a team of elders that Allison and I will lead. So that's why we wanna talk to you guys about eldership next Sunday. So everybody say, I'll be back. Come back next Sunday. We're going to look at the book of Acts. We're going to look at the New Testament. And we're going to look at what the Bible has to say about eldership because we want to build a better biblical foundation here for church government in the year of growing down. Amen? Amen. Secondly, we have restructured our team, our staff team, for what we feel is maximum impact. Anybody ever read the book by Jim Collins, Good to Great? Some of y'all lying because I know you work here in Nashville 
and your employer has forced you to read that book. Like every job's like, this is the first book you're going to read. You know, and in the, in the book, Jim Collins talk, talks about having the right people on the bus. Uh, that's kind of the first stage. And then the second stage is having the right people in the right seat on the bus. And so what we've decided to do in this season is we're kind of mixing people up just a little bit on the staff team, putting them in different positions because we feel like it's ultimately better for what God's called us to do this year. So I want to introduce you uh, to the staff team and what it's looking like moving forward. Um, so obviously you have uh, Allison and I as, as your lead pastors. Mr. Brian Neer is going to be moving into our worship director position. So excited about that. Um, because I've said that, I want to go to Brian Eggers next. He's moving into our legacy music director. So that has to do with, uh, you know, our songwriting, our, our production, our recording, us putting out music, what you guys get on Spotify and YouTube. We're taking that to the next level in 2022, church. Michelle Ferber is our family life director. So she's in the same role, overseeing kids and all kinds of awesome stuff. Sarah Cothran is moving into a new, new role of our team's director. And so that's, that's some of you guys are like, I don't even know what this is. But uh, our experience team from the parking lot to the coffee, getting you in the room, Sarah's going to be leading that team moving forward. Grace is our creative director. She also overseeing our events. Uh, none other than Mr. Todd Mendez is coming on full-time staff. Todd's moving in the, the prayer director role. We almost tricked you guys by putting Milo from This Is Us as his stock photo, and I bet you none of you would have known. If you've seen you know, Jack from This Is Us, we were about to do it, bro, and then Grace found that photo of you because we didn't know if we had one. Yeah. Google it. I promise you, you will not know the difference. Like At first glance, you're like, that's Todd Mendez. Bliss White is our Legacy Academy director for our children's education. Kristen Allen is our Connect Director. You guys have, that have gone through, uh, you know, Welcome Brunch and uh, everything that we do as far as follow-up and assimilation from the Connect Bar to helping out with the guests, we're going to take that experience to the next level in 2022. Luke Taylor's coming on full-time this year, guys, as our Production Director. Let's go to the next slide, please. We also have Miss Sonia Nira. She's our Family Life Coordinator. So Sonia's moving, uh, she's been uh, leading prayer with her husband, Brian, but now she's going to be assisting Michelle in family life as her right hand. And Sonia's coming on full time. None other than my, my little baby brother, Spencer Phillips. He's our facilities coordinator. Look at this, guys. We got Ben and Danielle Abernathy. They, they're, they're stepping into our young adult coordinators role. And then lastly, uh, Katie Perkins, she's going to be moving into the role of our full-time executive assistant. I'm excited, you guys. If you haven't met Katie yet, uh, she and her husband, Corey, just moved here. She's actually my sister-in-law, and she's been working at Bethel Church for just over a decade or thereabout. And, um, and she's going to be an amazing addition uh, to, our, to our team, church. And so, as you can tell, our staff team is growing. Our staff team is thriving. Our staff team is happy and healthy and whole and connected. And I want you guys to know we are so excited about this iteration of our staff team. 
I mean, it, it's fantastic. We just did a retreat, all of us together. We went down to 30A in Florida and we played games and had a beach barbecue and we went through Vision 2022 and just connected. And I want you guys to know that you are being served by an incredibly safe leadership team. Just an absolutely fantastic leadership team. Uh, next, we're gonna be fine-tuning our programs, which is our ministries. Uh, a- our annual big events, uh, obviously we'll have Legacy Conference in the fall, which this year will be at Rocket Town. So amazing, we'll pack out Rocket Town with a thousand seats. Uh, we're gonna be having a special event for Easter weekend. We're gonna do a Good Friday service. We're gonna have an Easter egg hunt for the families on Saturdays. Easter weekend is gonna be a blowout this year. We're also gonna be having um, an all-church Bible reading plan. That's right, so through the YouVersion app, we want everybody during the year of growing down reading the Bible in its entirety in 2022 all together. If you're in, say I'm in. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to it and I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be watching the check marks. And if I don't see you read, I'm gonna DM you. We're gonna be having quarterly presence nights. What does that mean? It is like a micro presence people event on a Sunday evening. Well, we don't really know if it's gonna be Sunday evening, so I better not say that. It's gonna be an evening and it's gonna be awesome. My wife says Friday, I've mistakenly said Sunday. So let's just go whatever she, with whatever she says, she's the boss. We're gonna have quarterly presence nights. We're also gonna be having quarterly discipleship driven masterclasses. So uh, what we're gonna be doing is we're picking a topic of what we're gonna be studying on quarterly and we're gonna invite you into those classes on Wednesday nights. Uh, We're gonna have a monthly team night upgrade. This is uh, one of the responsibilities that Sarah will be taking on as our team's director. She did the last one with the lip sync battle and it was the funniest thing we've ever done as a church ever. Uh, we're We're gonna have monthly young adult worship gatherings. We're gonna be expanding local prayer room to three days per week. So we're gonna be going from Thursday only to Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, and also we're gonna be reimagining our group's ministry. So we want you guys to stay engaged, stay tuned for all of these amazing programs. They are gonna be absolutely incredible in 2022. Next, we are committed to increasing the excellence and the safety of our facilities. As you guys know, uh, this place here has been quite the project. And if you don't know, let me just tell you, the only thing that was left standing in this entire building, the 18,000 square foot that, it, that is here, is those block walls and everything that you couldn't move off the foundation. Everything else was redone, yes. this entire facility. Yes. Uh, it, it, was, it took a lot of work and a lot more. There's still a few things that are still not done, but you know, we're, we're getting close. So this is, this is 901 Delbrook. Uh, we wanna let you know what's going on at 901. This is our home church campus. This is our house of prayer, and this is where Legacy Academy will meet in 2022. All right, so at 901, that's what's gonna happen there. 900 Gallatin, how many of you guys remember that? Well, in 2022, we're gonna take on a pretty significant project at 900. That's gonna be our administrative headquarters. That's where, it'll be awesome. Uh, That's where we're gonna move our offices to uh, for our growing staff team. We're considering perhaps doing the house of prayer there. We're not quite sure just yet. That's why we have it on both 901 Delbrook and 900 Gallatin. We're also gonna be looking to expand with recording uh, studio capacity at 900 Gallatin, as well as launch a coffee shop. 
so pumped on that. You guys are excited about that coffee shop. I can see that now. Let's go. How many baristas I got in the house? Hey, let's go. We'll let you know when the application's open. Yeah, if, you, if I, I got to see some latte art, all right? All right. Um, lastly here, 908 Preston. Some of you guys are like, I don't have a clue where that's at. That's an expansion property that we have under contract and we're about to close on here, I think in this week or the next week. So if you want to see it, just drive st- straight down this road right here, skip these two doors, and that third door on the corner, we bought that house. So... Like, what, what, what? Why y'all buy a house? We, we, we don't even know everything that we're going to use it for yet. Initially, we thought maybe we'll put our offices there, but it, it's going to help us with parking on Sundays by allowing us to park the staff there. Uh, we'll, of course, renovate it. We may use it to house missionaries when our friends from other nations come over so we can have them there, uh, visiting ministries, things like that, a place to house them. But ultimately, this is just sowing into what we feel is God's word over this year, which is inhabitation. Uh, we in no way, we in no way want to do anything but bless our neighbors, but we also want to be made aware when their houses come up for sale because we are interested in buying them. <laughs> <laughs> within this block right here, because I look, I look at it on Google Maps. I'm like, man, this might make for a great legacy university one day. I don't know. We just, we don't know. We don't know. So that's our heart there. Okay, number two. Um, this is what we're doing in 2022 to move us towards our long-term vision of planting legacy locations in 12 cities. We're reaching nations through church online, prayer room, and this is a big one this upcoming year through Legacy Music in 2022. And this is one of the primary reasons why Mr. Brian Eggers is gonna be leading uh, this team as his new role, in his new role as the Legacy Music Director, and that's to maximize our church's impact all over the world through the worship music that's coming out of this place. I, I mean, I, honestly, you guys, I get... I got a DM last night from a guy I greatly respect. He's at a church in LA. He's an itinerant minister. He's like, dude, everywhere I go, people ask me if I know you. Legacy Church. They ask me if if I know Legacy Church. God has truly taken you guys to a national uh, stage, which we're we're not even aware of that. So it's like, oh, cool. That's awesome. We're just trying to worship Jesus and we're sharing with people our recordings when we pray. I mean, that's all we thought we were doing, but... um, so far in 2021, uh, just to give you guys some statistics, our YouTube channel has reached 9.8 million views. There has been 3 million hours of watch time in 2021. Um, 48.2 thousand people have subscribed to our YouTube channel, and that puts us at 73.7 thousand total subscribers on our YouTube channel. So I just want to say hello to all of you guys who do watch us online on Sunday mornings from other nations, from other states, from other cities, and you consider Legacy home. So we love you guys, and we're so thankful that you are a part. So we're going to continue to produce even better content in 2022, and we have it in our heart. Our goal is to produce uh, a big music project in 2022, whether that's an EP, a full-length album. We're going to be writing more than ever. I want you guys to buckle up because we're really believing God uh, to breathe on the worship um, and, and to send it out to the nations to encourage people. Yes. Amen? Amen? 
second question. What are we doing in 2022 to move us towards our long-term vision of providing K through college education? Number one, we are expanding Legacy Academy to K through eight classes, and we're gonna open the doors for 50 students to register. So if, you're, if, you, if you are looking for a school, this is a home school co-op for homeschooling families, okay? So we have classes on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, uh, and it's for homeschooling families. Uh, we're gonna open up registration to church members only first, and we're gonna create space for K through eight students. So we'll let you know as soon as we open that up, uh, we will open registration in January, uh, and Miss Bliss White will be leading the charge there. So Legacy Academy is going to the next level. Can you guys believe this? We're actually launching a school for our kids. Isn't this cool? How many of you guys are gonna, you're gonna register your kids for sure? Some of y'all not even, don't even have kids yet. You're like, when I do, we're coming to school here. All right, this is a big announcement. Number two, uh, we're launching Legacy School of Ministry. So everybody's like, what is that? We're going to have a nine-month discipleship training program starting in the fall of 2022. Just as you've, you know, probably familiar with other, like maybe a supernatural school of ministry, a nine-month program, we're going to be launching our own right here at Legacy next fall. And our goal is to have 30 students. You guys excited about that? So registration will open in March and it will launch in September and it's available to everybody. Uh, I mentioned this already, but we're launching quarterly discipleship-driven masterclasses. And those subjects are gonna be, include relationships in, in, in February. Uh, the second masterclass will be about biblical doctrine. The third uh, masterclass will be about parenting. And the fourth masterclass will be about money. All right? So in the midst of all of us becoming really deep and really anointed, we also want you equipped practically to be good husbands and good wives and good mommies and good daddies and good stewards and know how to save money and do all the things that are necessary so that we can be amazing Christians in the city of Nashville. Amen? Amen. Uh, lastly, this is our last thing for today. What are we doing in 2022 to move us towards our long-term vision of providing food for 100,000 people? So that's obviously a, a very, very big uh, vision, and we have been doing different things uh, to feed people both locally and globally. Uh, but this year, we are going to focus our efforts to help our Iris Global family in Mozambique, Africa, feed as many people as possible. Uh, we are, are pledging, church, $50,000 uh, to Mozambique, Africa, and our Iris Global family to feed the hungry in Africa. So I think, you know, honestly, let's bless the Lord that we get the opportunity to do that. Isn't that amazing? You're a part of a church that's going to sow $50,000 worth of food into hungry people. So we're going to be doing that in, in 2022. And then um, you've noticed you have a, uh, an, um, an envelope, and it's not really an envelope, it's a card. Could I have that? It's okay. You also have a, a, a keychain. It says from Nashville to the nations. You guys like that? It's our gift to you. So every time you lose your keys, 
you're tempted to cuss. When you find them, you can remember that God has put a calling on your life through your local church. Um, so you'll see here that we have um, a partnership pledge opportunity, uh, Nashville to the nations. And you can read all the content there and get some understanding of what exactly we're doing. But in the spirit of the year of growing down, we are gonna be looking to raise $100,000 to create a more excellent and a more safe facility here. As we talk about strengthening and expanding our base here, um, we feel that the best thing that we could do now is to actually completely uh, redo our, our, our parking lots. And I know you guys are like, yes, yes, yes. Um, I highly doubt anybody Googles in their spare time how many parking spaces does a local church need. But believe it or not, I do quite a bit because this is one of the things that just gives us collectively as a staff team a bit of a migraine, I think, because we know there's not enough parking here, guys. We know that. Um, I don't know how many people are in the room right now, uh, but there is not enough parking spaces right now for the people who are in this room right now. Some of you guys are like, amen, brother. I walk half a mile down that hill, so I know there's not enough parking spaces. And no matter what we do to our lots, there's no way that we'll ever get enough one-for-one parking spaces for every single person that, that comes to church here. But by renovating all of our parking, we can add a significant number of parking spaces. And then by also adding... Um, a golf cart and a shuttle bus. Uh, we're going to be able to help you guys that do have to park over at Rosebank and up the hill uh, when it's needed. So we're going to go after raising a hundred thousand dollars to make this happen. We, I genuinely feel, guys, like I'm not talking about spiritually. I'm just talking about practically. I think the number one limitation to our church growing in this season is our parking lot. I, I really mean that. Um, if you if you read once again, I know you guys don't. I do. <laughs> If you read like um, studies of people uh, that have been asked questions about returning to a church, uh, people usually make up their mind within the first 10 to 30 seconds whether they're, whether they're gonna return to a church or not. So unless you've watched us on YouTube, you've listened to one of our podcasts or you've encountered God through one of our prayer rooms, whenever you have to walk three quarters of a mile down a hill with your kids in tow, you're like, I ain't coming back to this church. I get it. All right, I get it. Because not, not everybody uh, is gonna feel comfortable or safe to do that. And so we wanna do our best to serve our families, serve our, our moms, serve our parents, and do our best to make these facilities excellent. So that is why we're doing that to start church. So we wanna let you guys know about this big give uh, vision offering. Uh, and we're gonna go ahead and create space even now uh, for everybody to participate in the big give. Now. Uh, I want you guys to know before we ask you to give, because you can take this card and on the back, you, you'll see here that one of the ways you can give is $740 purchases one renovated parking space. Uh, if you wanted to do that over a year, 62 bucks per month uh, will get you a parking space. We'll even hand paint your name. Just kidding. We will not. Um, we won't. Um, but if you'd like to commit to purchasing a certain number of parking spaces, you can do that uh, throughout the year, um, either today or throughout the year. And then there's a box that we felt like that everybody could check, which was I commit to faithfully tithing throughout 2022. Uh, and we, the last box there, we felt everybody could check, which was I commit to owning the vision in prayer. 
All right, we're not, we're not asking you guys to give compulsively. We're asking you to give as you've decided in your heart, as the Bible says, and do so cheerfully. So what we're gonna do here in just a moment is we're all gonna stand, we're gonna pray over this vision, and we're gonna have some space up here in the front uh, for you guys to come and either bring your offerings, bring your cards, because I know some of you give uh, online through PushPay, and I'm gonna join you. My wife and I, we're gonna sow a significant financial seed into the church this morning as well. And so we are asking you guys uh, to just do whatever God calls you to do and how you can give as part of this. We also want you to know, lastly, you're not the only people that are going to be giving, but this church today is gonna be giving in its own big give. And um, we recently had some friends of ours, uh, the Circuit Riders Ministry, uh, had their, their founder and their director pass away. Uh, if some of you are familiar with that, Brian Brent, he, he passed away uh, this past week at 57 years of age. Uh, very sad situation. Um, before he passed, uh, the ministry of the Circuit Riders launched uh, a ministry called the Black Voices Movement. And it, it's a fantastic ministry if you guys have ever heard of it. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, please look it up. Um, and one of the things that they are endeavoring to do this fall is to gather young African-American preachers and train them to be sent back to their cities and to their churches to be able to preach the God, pr preach the gospel of the kingdom of God with holy boldness, with accuracy, with a great education. And I want you guys to know that just in honor of Brian Brent, this church today is going to be sowing $5,000 uh, in memory of Brian Brent to the circuit riders, uh, to, to scholarship uh, young African-Americans for the purpose of uh, preaching training through Black Voices Movement. So that's what we're doing today. So I just want to invite you guys all to stand. And we're going to have some buckets that we're going to put out here. One bucket that we're going to put out here. Sorry, I said buckets, plural, one bucket. Um, but if you can, just, I want you to at least check the box that I'm going to commit to owning the vision in prayer. And, um, and we're going to pray. And, and just as we pray, I just want you guys, as we're closing, just drop your card in the bucket. If you've got a check or um, cash that you want to put in the bucket, you can do that or put it around the bucket. We've also got, uh, um, uh, it's like a steel mailbox that's attached to the wall in the lobby. We haven't advertised that yet, but you can also throw um, a, a seat in there if, if you'd like to do that. But I think at least all of us can commit to owning the vision in prayer. Amen? And there's a QR code if you want to give by push pay. But make sure you choose vision offering. All right? Amen? Amen. So let's pray together. Lord, we want to say thank you for the opportunity that we have to be a part of what you are doing in the earth today. Lord, I ask... Um, that you would speak to us about how it is that we are supposed to sow and um, to whatever capacity you've asked us to sow, God, uh, we wanna be obedient unto you. We wanna say yes and amen and we want to be a part of what you're doing here at Legacy Church. God, we say thank you for the vision. Thank you for the 12 cities. Thank you for um, putting in us a heart for, 
more churches around the world. Thank you, God, for everything you're doing through Legacy Academy and through what you're going to do through that ministry next year and Legacy uh, School of Ministry here, God. Thank you for expanding the house of prayer and the facilities and everything that you're doing here, God. It's absolutely incredible. It's mind-blowing what God is doing through this church. And Lord, we're just saying we're witnesses uh, to your grace. We are witnesses to your extraordinary favor and blessing, God. And we say thank you today for letting us to be a part of it. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen and amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Legacy Nashville podcast. If you'd like to support the ministry, you can do so at LegacyNashville.org forward slash give. If you're listening on iTunes, log into the store and give us a good rating and review. This helps our podcast reach new people with the good news of Jesus Christ. Until next week, love God, love people, and go change the world.